0: Welcome to Fresh Off The Block.
1: Namaskara Bengaluru. It's been a long time since I've said this. So uh, much like my friend here, uh, I, I also had to rehearse it a few times to just to get a sense of what it feels like. Uh, but this is as good a time as any to uh, do this again and super thrilled to be back at it. Uh, A lot of things have happened since we last dropped the podcast. And uh, one of them, obviously, in case you didn't notice, is the pandemic. Uh, But somehow we've found our way again to the start of a new season, a season quite unlike any season we've seen before. But uh, uh, it's good to be talking, thinking, discussing football again. And uh, with that sentiment, I would like to introduce. My friends today, uh, we, all, we have a very familiar cast here uh, on Fresh of The Block, uh, Rakesh hardas Say hello, Rakesh. You, you rehearsed it like five times, so now say. Hello, hello,
2: hello, hello, hello. That Bangalore. is
1: not how you rehearsed it. <laughs> but anyway, we'll take that. We'll put it down to rustiness. Uh, and then we have uh, Adi, our favorite Chennai fan.
3: Oh, it's been a good seven months without having to listen to that. But yeah, hello, everyone. Uh, hello, everyone. Looking forward to looking forward to this again. Looking forward to the new season.
1: And last but not the least, uh, we have... So last time when we dropped a podcast, uh, he was still a student, but now he's a very successful chartered accountant. Uh, that's how long it has actually been. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Vijay. <laughs> What's up, everyone? I hope everyone's
0: been safe and healthy during the uh, damn COVID pandemic. And yeah, I hope 2021 treats you better than 2020 has treated you.
1: Absolutely. That's the that's the hope for all of us. Uh, and by the way, to all uh, our uh, listeners, a very happy Diwali. I hope uh, you all decided to uh, go green this Diwali and uh, not burst a lot of crackers and keep it clean and healthy. Uh, which is far more relevant now than it has ever been before. But anyway, boys, good to be back with all of you. Uh, This is a very weird sort of a season curtain raiser or whatever you want to call it, because first of all, nobody's talking season tickets. Nobody's talking about, oh, we'll be back at Kanteleva very soon. There isn't a sense of uh, excitement or anticipation about screenings for away games at Church Street. Um, does it, does it feel, is it just me or does it also feel to you that, uh, it, it's not quite the start of the season, though somehow it is. Adi, I'll start with you.
3: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I mean, it, it doesn't help that the host broadcaster, uh, has not quite started hyping up the ISL just yet. I mean, com- completely understandable with the behemoth that the IPL is, so, um, but yeah, it was always going to be this. I think, uh, in some ways, all of us are just happy that uh, we we get we get to watch our club again. Uh, we didn't know when it would start, if it would start. Uh, and I think I think it's very very fortunate in terms of the ISL being the first real big tournament to 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 restart in India. I mean, the IPL had to go to the UAE, but uh, I think the ISL now sets. Sets the tone for other sports as well, which I think could be could be a good thing for the sport and uh, the interest that it generates, uh, at least for this season, in terms of how other sports can take a cue from football and get to restarting restarting their plans within the country itself, instead of having to move out at every given opportunity.
1: Fair enough, that's a that's a very good point. In fact, I, I completely forgot that uh, IPL happened in the UAE. And that ISL is the first league in India, but that that's about the broader industry perspective or or sports in general. But I'm going to come to you, Raki, as a fan, as a fan of Bangalore FC, as a fan of Indian football in general. Uh, does it feel really weird that you know there is there is of course the prospect of seeing our team play, but the only interaction we'll have with them would be through a TV screen. We'll not be all together. We'll, that that whole experience uh, will be missing. Uh, how how do you, how are you preparing? How are you getting into that mindset? Uh,
2: I mean, I'm uh, seriously worried that there are no con calls about tickets, about creatives, about you know, where to meet pre match drinking, nothing
3: happening. I mean, of course, that's my biggest
1: lucky. <laughs> had to bring up the pre match <laughs> drinking part because I mean, no, I I mean, there,
3: was, there was never really a question about where to drink pre match and all. Come on, we knew where we were, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly right. So, I mean, I, I am more worried, uh, more worried, uh, about the fact that there used to be a routine that we followed, say. You know the pre-pre uh, match things, the marches, the chants, everything. Everything is gone silent, right? Uh, I mean, I mean, we are talking about only the privileged angle where we are just looking forward to seeing uh, heroes play or whatever. But there are other bigger problems of so, uh, the most of uh, India to worry about. Uh, but acknowledging that fact. Uh, uh, it is, it is very weird for me. Uh, it's very weird for so many uh, at West Block. because this is a, ideally the time where all of us are just too busy doing stuff. There are a lot of creatives, a lot of uh, you know, flyers, so campaigns and that to fill the stands, frequent calls from the calls from the club, uh, what's happening, what the ticket sales. Your radio ads, nothing. It's it's gone silent. Uh, so that's kind of a very uh, you know uh, uneasy calm, uh, sort of a bad space to be in. But sure. uh, ex- accepting um, you know the fact that where where we are in, uh, we'll take whatever it is. It, I mean, and and any chance to see BFC, whether it was on TV or Live, we'll take it with both hands. So, sure, looking forward to the season. I'm sure uh, it will be weird for the players as well because, uh, yeah, you know, there, there was a West Block Blue at every match we played, and the fact that there won't be any uh, is a bit hurting. But, yeah, that's, uh, but I'm sure all the players are West Block Blues at the end of the day. So, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And, and you raise an excellent point, Raki, I'm going to come to you, uh, Vijay with that, uh, Raki mentioned that it's a very privileged take, uh, you know, talking about, uh, football and not being able to go to the stadium and watch it or go to, uh, socials and, uh, be part of the screening. Uh, there is, and our club has obviously launched a campaign helping small businesses get back on their feet. Uh, some of our favorite places vijay like mohans or you know kudlas or whatever these they may not even exist I may mean, highly likely that they may not even exist when when the world goes back to normal many of us are not even in bangalore when we come back to bangalore what kind of a city will we be coming back to uh, it, it's it's obviously much more than football alone right
0: absolutely but Here's the thing: the club uh, launched the campaign, you know, uh, the BFCKS campaign to help small businesses, because the club is more than it's more than just a feeling of the club when it comes to the, such a campaign. They care about the city, and they care about the overall Im, Im, impact and involvement in the community. They want to show that they the they want to show that you know I wouldn't say they want to show. Maybe I'm not using the right word here, but they basically. <clears throat> Are trying to be part of of something bigger and in spite of the own challenges that the club is facing at a business level or any other level they are still trying to fight a bigger fight to help to help sustain across any level it's basically picking themselves up and and, you know trying to help others pick themselves up at the same time which is very commendable you can only help others if you're able to help yourself and pick yourself up first so they're doing they're doing them they're picking themselves up in whatever way they can and they're helping others to pick themselves up as well which i feel is extremely commendable
1: absolutely yeah and and that's a phenomenal campaign that uh, uh, you know bfc's launched on the first time and for, for me personally when i saw Perry Mensis, uh, on that uh, on that campaign i was very happy because urban solace is a place i have come to love and uh, i've had some great memories from that place so it was good to see the club connecting with uh, the, the core ethos of what the city stands for and, and uh, do its bit in helping the city be a little more resilient to the pandemic. But coming coming back to the football, uh, there's there's obviously uh, a broader, bigger story about the pandemic, but it also affects how football itself is played. Uh, like Adi said, this, this is the first true test for sport in India post the pandemic. And ISL will pretty much set the tone for a lot of other sporting events. Uh, Raki, you've been in this sector, you've been in this industry, you've been keeping a very sharp eye on how things are evolving, how things are changing. So this whole experience of players living in this biosecure bubble, what does it actually mean? Can you help us decode what living in this whole biosecure bubble means? What really happens? What changes? Uh,
2: For starters, it's, I mean, I think the ones that will win the ISL will be the most mentally strong ones. I think sure. it is a, this, this ISL is a test of both physical and mental ability. That's, that's mm-hmm. a given. And kudos to the club to have started, uh, to have pioneered something in the field of mental health where we have somebody to help uh, the players in this condition. In Goa as well, so that is a commendable, uh, you know, thing again by BFC. Again, we are front runners there. Uh, apart from that, the players are not allowed to leave uh, the bubble, and they are not even allowed to bring family. Uh, but I am, I think, some of the senior players are trying to get their family because, you know, um, I mean, it really helps them to be at their best. So, it is really tough for all the players because this is something they have not experienced as well. And it is, I mean, you've seen it in the IPL. It is not as, you know, extra wagon a wagon as a whole resort to yourself and then a private beach and things like that. So, I don't know mm-hmm. if that is a scale that we're talking about. But uh, this is a much smaller case where, you all are living together for six months and you're not supposed to live uh, outside the hotel to anywhere else other than the training grounds and the stadium. I mean, sure. yes, we have all uh, been in a lockdown, but this is going to be a different test altogether. But kudos to ISL. I think they'll uh, uh, you know, manage this perfectly well and uh, there are strong fines in case of any breach. So sure. I hope the players are aware of that too. And they keep that in mind for the safety of themselves and other players. The I-League qualifiers also happened. So kudos to mm-hmm. AIFF for actually doing that in Kolkata, which had a lot of cases and without any, I mean, apart from one incident, uh, without any much, uh, without as many breaches or anything. Uh, so kudos to AIFF for that as well. Yeah. So, those are things. It's it's going to be very difficult for the players. But uh, as we know, it's always been a very professional setup at BFC. Uh, they've managed to get all the staff uh, uh, to help the players in whatever, uh, you know, sure. whatever stuff they want. Yeah. So, yeah. it's going to be good for us. And I hope it's for the other other teams as well, because any breach could uh, seriously hamper uh, the progress of the
1: tournament. Good, good. So I'm I'm going to come to you, Adi, with the same question. Uh, So, Raki mentioned, uh, you know, six months of living together and, uh, you know, the the idea of not going anywhere else except for the practice pitches, all of that. Uh, Now, we've already heard... uh, in another sport, of course, but we've already heard Virat Kohli speak about living in biosecure bubble is not all that easy as it seems and that everyone should consider reconsider the length of a tour and all of that, right? Uh, Sunil Chetri himself was on a video where he spoke about the challenges of living in a biosecure bubble. And these are still early days, right? So um, do you think uh, it helps that we found a state like Goa where we have adequate infrastructure because football in India has multiple challenges. It's not like cricket. So accommodating all these teams, finding them practice pitches and then doing all of it at one place uh, and yet uh, factoring in other things like we've seen already seen in international football that uh, cases like Mason Greenwood getting fined for breaching protocol and all of that. Uh, do you think teams are prepared for this uh, do you think the league itself is prepared for this
3: see i think it's it's something that they uh, will have to deal with at at different points of the season uh, i would be very very surprised if we go through 6 months with uh, with absolutely no no concerns at all in terms of the pandemic uh, affecting a couple of players here and there i mean uh, even even the premier league the restart last season Without the international breaks, nothing. There were still some players who were testing positive in spite of the fact that the clubs had created bubbles for them. So I think the state of the pandemic is such that, especially when the season is going six months long, you're going to have a couple of cases here and there. But uh, I think in terms of protocol, um, there is a lot of things that will repeat from the IPL. And I think uh, in terms of FSDL itself, uh, the fact that a lot of people from FSDL connections with Reliance, of course, who own the Mumbai Indians, so they have their protocols which they followed for two months, almost three months in the IPL. So uh, I I think that it'll be fine in terms of uh, in terms of creating protocols, but the fact that you have to get players to adhere to that protocol for six months again and again, how do you not make it monotonous for the players, for them mentally? So as Lucky said, brilliant from BFC to create the mental health program. <laughs> i sure. i think i think that's where i think personally that's where um, a club like bfc or atk you know who have the bulk of their squad from last season staying with them the fact that these players all of them they know each other already from playing together for for a year before this at least and so these are the faces that you're going to see every day so you might as well have a great rapport with them instead of having to build a rapport within the bubble itself so that's where i think bfc have a slight advantage but um that doesn't mean that we're going to walk the league at all.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, Vijay, uh, good points from both Raki and Adi about the bubble itself. But uh, um, this is a massive advantage for BFC, isn't it? Uh, a lot of players have been retained and it's, it's more or less the same core that we saw last season.
0: Absolutely. Having having that set core, As uh, I'm not wrong, out of the 32-man squad, I think... 17 players are the ones who've been there from the last one to two seasons. So effectively that means more than 50% of the squad as a whole, which includes the main core, has, has stayed on and extended. So that is an advantage in terms of you know the familiarity being there in place and already having or already having the set rapport which is required in order to ensure the next six months are durable. But I would still say that it is not going to be easy, in spite of that, because let me put it this way it's uh, most of us i don't know how many people have had this feeling of living alone living away from people and even in spite of you know getting to know people who you work work with day in and day out living with them having meals with them working with them it is still difficult to get acclimatized to it in spite of that so i mean at least when you know without the pandemic all these players had these had these various entertainment avenues to go to you know the pubs cafes restaurants theaters wherever during whatever free, whatever little bit of free time they had even you know during away games they could probably go to the beach in goa or wherever or some some basically some sort of distraction now how the distraction comes about for the players who are already familiar with each other that is the big task here in my opinion because you even, no matter how familiar you are with each other the 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 point which i think aditya raised about the monotony that is going to be the biggest challenge in my opinion
1: sure sure <laughs> absolutely and and i think I'd, I'd like to go back to what raki said when he started speaking about this that let's hope every team uh takes good care of their players in terms of their mental health in terms of physical health as well like uh, uh one of the things about the pandemic is that uh, our squad readiness uh, will highly likely not be what it was probably last season or any season before this so uh, Adi, I'd like to bring you in on that. Um, in terms of a pre-season, what this is a this is an apology of a pre-season, isn't it? This is I mean yeah. two two games, one with Mumbai City and Hyderabad. I and mean, this is hardly a pre-season. How ready are
3: we? See, it's not just about the f- number of games we play, right? In general, uh, I think if the season last season began in November and we had pre-season training uh, start in the first week of September, so that was. That was like, if you factor in the international breaks in between and stuff, that was still a good six to eight weeks for these players to get ready uh, before the ISL started. Now this year, it's for the foreigners, it's three weeks, and that they had to they had to start three weeks of training after a period of mandatory quarantine. And then all of, all of these guys, most of these guys, at least haven't played football for seven months. So <laughs> the you have to get seven months of rustiness out of your system in three weeks. A lot of them have been through extensive lockdowns in their country, so you don't know how much access they've had to actually uh, remain fit. But uh, one thing that a lot of people have said is that these guys are paid to do that. These guys are paid to keep fit even during off-season so that when they come back, they're at some level of fitness. That is the big challenge, I think, about how you get rid of the rust from your system and get back into the routine where you're working out and doing whatever programs there are. that are created by the fitness team. And I mean, in terms of the match practice, of course, you you want your team to play more. But I think there's, there's also this thing where you have to maintain a balance between playing too many games in too few days uh, because we have three weeks of training for the, with the entire squad. And we've had some foreigners join the squad late as well. So how many games are you going to make them play? Would you rather have them build their fitness through training sessions and what you do as a club in terms of your fitness program or play games um, I see that other clubs have taken a different strategy in terms of playing a lot of preseason friendlies and building fitness that way but I mean we probably have to wait and see which way was the correct way if there is a correct way at all
1: sure sure Raki, it's it's a little unfair to say they are paid to stay fit during the off season and all of that isn't it because this is a situation nobody could could have foreseen and uh, how could an athlete possibly stay fit uh, being indoors all the time right so, uh, in terms of our readiness, in terms of, in terms of the readiness of any team, for that matter, uh, this, this is way beyond uh, individual responsibility or individual accountability. This is, going, this is a bigger problem. And how do you think teams are looking at the idea of, uh, say, reducing injuries and taking better care, more rotation, et cetera?
2: I think uh, uh, the fact that uh, we, uh, a BFC or an ATK, had a set score uh, really helped the physical, uh, you know, the, the, the coaches like Mikhail to help set a strategy during the lockdown itself when the players were at home. So they were already in that mode of sticking to a plan which was set by the physio. Who would would later come on and train them um, later as well, right? So I think having having a plan even before the lockdown uh, or even even during the lockdown. Like if you remember, uh, we've heard Mandar and the rest of the team speak that when we lost to Cal, uh, ATK at Calcutta, we actually started planning for the season the very next day at the awards. So that speech was actually, uh, you know, online, uh, the award speech. So I sure. think that readiness sort of uh, will help uh, the team to eventually, uh, you know, uh, see, see uh, past the season. And also the fact that we're going to have five substitutes in this ISL is also a welcome uh, Just because that is going to be key because having a big squad kind of helps there and uh, having players who understood the BFC system especially we have now seven players from the BFC B team who've been around the seniors uh, team for a long time like Ajay you know, Chetri or Leon Augustine, or Ed- Edmond, uh, you know Emmanuel. that also kind of helps so I think the teams like BFC and ATK have an advantage there uh, say over a team like uh, Goa, who have a completely new set of foreigners and a new training system and everything. So, there is sort of an advantage that we have, but uh, it is yeah. one of this. Uh, there are going to be a lot of injuries, there are going to be uh, you know, this short preseason is not going to help anybody's cause. Sure. So, sure. And also, one very important fact is we should actually, as fans, I'm speaking for everybody, we have to be patient with Uh, with the teams here, right? You can't expect, uh, you know, blazing football on day one. It'll be, uh, they will play it slow. They will watch the conditions. And so it is important for us fans to not go berserk on, uh, or uh, say, is out or blah, blah, whatever on social media. And just, uh, I mean, like how the families and the team club are trying to support the players, it's important that the fans also walk the talk Yeah, here. Like, we are the 12th man. True. We should be that because it is going to be yeah. a very difficult season. There's going to be a slow start. There might be hiccups here and there. But uh, that's the whole point of being the 12th man and uh, walking sure. the talk. So, I think that's very...
1: We, we have an Indian contingent that started training before the foreigners arrived. So they had a bit of a head start in that sense. Now, I didn't necessarily see that as a competitive advantage because I'm not really sure how the other other teams have been preparing. But uh, in terms of uh, our lineup, do you expect this to influence how we line up in the first few games? Maybe, uh, you know, some of our foreigners may not be ready, but it wouldn't matter because our Indian players would be very well conditioned and uh, maybe that will allow us to... I mean, that, that will be a smart way to approach the first few games, uh, Be uh, pack more Indian players into the playing level.
0: Definitely. Um, before I come to, you know, the, pa- the particular point which is trying to be addressed, uh, I just want to address one thing. I read in an interview of Ajit Kumar recently where he, where he stated, you know, at the time when he arrived to Beldari, he wasn't in the best of shape. But because of the fact that, you know, the preseason started in Beldari for us much earlier... He was able to get into better shape than he expected to, and that has helped. He has himself said that that has helped him get a bit of a head start, so that definitely puts us in the positive. At least, you know, even if if not necessarily in terms of match readiness, at least in terms of physical fitness to be able to go for maybe I'm just just throwing a random number here maybe the extra last five to ten minutes of a match where probably the other players might just other the opposition players might. Uh, basically, be too tired to even continue, on might face cramps. So that is one thing I feel. Uh, now, coming to the point about how this influences our lineup, as it is, we already have a course set in place. So now, what ha- what helps is this time we have a we have a proper depth. I feel in terms of our Indian contingent, where you know it's not just the aging players or you know players players who who have who are proven quality, but maybe not we may not be. May uh, may probably be in their twilight years. Now we actually have young, maybe unproven talent, but young talent who are ready and raring to go. So it helps to have that many options. Uh, if I'll just take one example. So we signed Vongya Moirang, who who is by trade a CDM, but he's able to play at centre back, and he scored he scored in the friendly versus Hyderabad of a set piece. Now that gives an extra option to Carlos, and it helps sets it helps set the tone. That our core could probably be more of a Indian-based core than a foreign-based core, which could, which is in the case of a lot of clubs. Like if you think of ATK or oh, I'm sorry, sorry, ATK MB. If anyone is listening, so if you look at ATK MB, oh, their sorry. core is mainly focused on you know uh, players like David Williams, Roy Krishna, Javi Hernandez, uh, whoever their sent whoever their centre back will be. In this case, I think it's going to be Tari or whoever. So they've got a more they've got a foreign core with around which the Indians are built. But in BFC, I think our strategy is going to be more of an Indian core, which, uh, which you know, will, help, will help a double complement, like it will help complement the foreigners as well as the, uh, the foreigners will help make the Indians better. So I see it as an Indian core, which gives Carlos an advantage here. And the fact that because preseason started earlier, it gives them the options to have a strong core set for the season. And that would discuss
1: sure. the first game in terms of the lineup. Sure, sure. So Adi, I'm going to come right back to you. Uh, you know, very quick look at uh, the players who came in and the ones who left. Uh, I just want to start with uh, the the biggest departure, which is Nishu Kumar, and the replacement that is Ajit. Uh, how are you looking at it? Have we have we sufficiently plugged the gap? Was it ever that big a gap to begin with? Uh, what, what are your views on this
3: see first i think it's a it's a big gap to fill uh because I think the way an issue progressed especially over the last two seasons it would not be a stretch to say that he put himself among the best left backs in the country if he if not being the best himself so it is a big gap to fill i mean he left for whatever reasons he did good luck to him but I think in ajit we have a player who has the ability now. There are a lot of things that might prevent that ability from uh, translating itself into consistent performances on the pitch. So he he was a great player for Chennai City. But what we have to see now is how he transitions from the I-League to the ISL. Um, And environments are completely different. So at Chennai, you know, it it is at Chennai City, his his state, a lot of people speaking his own language. Now that doesn't happen at BFC now for him. So uh, how he settles in... To the environment of the club, how he settles into the environment of the bio bubble, all of these things. But I think as a player, his qualities will def- will definitely put him there in terms of where- replacing Nishu. Uh, and I think he does replace Nishu that solves a big issue in the squad as well. Um, because I think that's the biggest area of concern for me in the squad right now. The others, the other areas, I mean, at least we have the names, if not, Players who were who were in great form last season. We know that sure. those players in other positions can perform at a level required for us to win the ISL. Um, sure. So I, I mean, uh, no, I, I I'm not going to mask this at all. This is a massive loss for us.
1: Sure. Uh, Raki uh, Adi is not very convinced about the step up from I League to ISL. He doesn't think it's the same environment. Then why are we so bullish about Fran Gonzalez? Because again. He was in the I League. Uh, he scored all those goals. He was a very good, uh, solid CDMC uh, CB. But uh, uh, I mean, is he that big a signing for Bengaluru uh, FC? I
2: think uh, he was sort of a panic buy. I mean, this is just me uh, because <laughs> we went for somebody else and probably got him. But I like the fact. Uh, I mean, that also made me research about Fran and. I like the fact that there are a lot of uh, fans from the erstwhile Mohan Bagan uh, team uh, who kind of, you know, spam our pages now calling him boss and, you know, calling him uh, some somebody who's very important. So I kind of went back and researched. So this guy is good. This guy brings a certain character to the team. I also checked uh, uh, with the BFC uh, staff. So, they also have good things to say about him because he, he is a live wire. He is somebody who has a lot of leadership quality. He can, uh, you know, motivate the players. He is seen as uh, that guy who kind of brings a lot of dynamics, uh, I mean, uh, change in dynamics to the team. So, I think that could be a huge signing for us because he is uh, one versatile. He can be... Uh, uh, you know, he can slot in as a CDM as well as a centre-back. And for a centre-back, he scored 10 goals. So, that's a oh. threat. That's a threat, an aerial threat as well. The guys, uh, you know, properly built and the uh, Mohawk...
1: And he's surely. Spanish.
2: Yeah, and he's Spanish, obviously, which is, uh, yeah, which is like, uh, what, uh, Mysore for us. Like, we call players <laughs> from. And... The, <laughs> Everybody are together. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> great it is,
1: point. It is, it is
2: that easy for us, uh, right? So, I think Fran, uh, frankly, is going to be a great addition. Uh, been hearing good things about it. Plus, uh, the other thing, uh, I think it is BFC that made Nishukumar Nishu Kumar issue, right? Uh, so, I think uh, with B, taking BFC out of the whole Nishu Kumar equation, I think we'll see what he does. I mean, I want to wish him all the best, but then he is at a place which I don't like very much. So, all the best
1: to him. Uh, now it's sure. all Ajit. Sure. I so, add so, add so I... I, uh, I go ahead, go ahead. Go for it, go for it Vijay. To
0: add to Rakhi's point, BFC is what made, uh, Nish, uh, what made Nishu Nishu. Um, we've had this trend with... Performing left backs, leaving us or you know, waning away at, after some point. Let's take Fanai. Absolute war horse work horse during Ashley's final season. Unfortunately, ended up getting injured during Rokas' first season. And after the trap we went the draft, he was picked by some uh, picked by Pune City. We had Subash during our first, uh, first campaign in the ISL, and unfortunately, for whatever reason, he chose to go to Mumbai City after that, that was also seen as a big loss. Then we then we took a gamble on Nishu. Nishu came good, and now we've lost him. So, about what, what, what we what I've seen is players come, players go. We are BFC, and we are, we ain't done either way.
1: Excellent point. Uh, but but I I'd like to I'd like to also give a lot of credit to Nishu Pumar. I, I I know that as as emotional fans we want to um, you know give keep all of that credit with us you know bfc made Misha kumar who he is and to a large extent that's true uh, it's it's at bfc that he came through but uh, credit to that boy for having worked as uh, as he did and uh, 100% um, and and yeah so, so you know i i do want to wish him well uh, actually and then completely unconditionally wish him well because uh, He's got a very promising future ahead. So far, he's shown that he can work on his flaws because in the first couple of seasons, he was drafted into the first team. There were a lot of issues, with he doesn't stay on his feet enough and uh, he blows out after a while, all of that. So, uh, you know, he's worked on those issues and he's emerged as, as very correctly, Raki said, one of the best, uh, as Adi said, one of the best left-backs in the country, if not the best. Uh, but Raki, because you brought up Mysore, uh, because oh, yeah. because you brought up Mysore, I have to tell, I, I have to get a comment from you on our big local signing Christian Hospit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
2: think I think he'll uh, fit in well because uh, Hospit, I think is the district where uh, uh, JSW has a lot of uh, factories and so. He he sure is used to our system, right? Or if I'm Absolutely. am I getting my geography wrong? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that part uh,
1: of her called <laughs> Australia. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but but uh, uh, jokes apart, <laughs> I
2: I yeah. have to add into the Nishukumar Kumar thing here. It's like sure. like we've all loved. I mean, it's it's that uh, again. It's all love. Uh, for the boy that's making us say things, uh, right? But we have seen him, uh, we have seen him play an ISL game, and the, on the very next day, he has come back and played a BAD, BDFA game. That's how he absolutely. has improved his game, right? Correct. He, I mean, he always wanted to do that. Uh, I mean, 100% it's his effort. It is that the, a very professional setup like BFC has helped him a lot. So, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think... Uh, it's a, it's a huge loss, yes. But sure. I want to hope Ajit is a hard worker. Adding okay. the BFC system to this game will uh, create more promising left-backs.
1: Uh, and, and on that emotional note, I think, uh, Vijay, uh, we also lost another excellent player, uh, a great servant to the club over the last couple of seasons, seran uh, How do you view his loss?
0: Um, on a personal note, I was very sceptical when we extended with him last season. And because in his first season, he he had a, he had a bit of hits and misses. He came good in the beginning and later he was shaky. And, you know, it showed in the fact that we decided to go with a, a partnership of Wanan and Beke towards the fag end of the season and have Khabra right back instead of Rahul. But last season, he proved everyone wrong. I think, you know, for all, for all the plaudits which Wanan gets, is, which is well-deserved... Serran just was a different player last season. Like if, if he was given a contract extension this season, it would be for the most obvious reason that he outperformed everyone's expectations last season, including mine. So on that level, I think it is a, it is a, big, a bit of a loss. And he also felt very, very connected to the city. He had, uh, had only good things to say about the club, good things to say about the city. And uh, always, you know, tried to connect with the fans whenever he could, even if it's a thing as small as a photo op. So, from, a, from both a playing and non-playing perspective, I think it is a it is a loss. But sure. like Raki said, in terms of getting Fran in from you know with the fact that he's versatile, playing being able to play at CDM and CB, and he's got a leadership quality as well. And uh, the erstwhile Mohan Bagat fans have spoken highly of him. I think sure. we've managed to you know I replace might sound a bit harsh, but yeah, we managed to replace Saran well enough.
1: Okay. So, so let's not call it a replacement. Let's call it, uh, you know, solutioning a problem. Uh, and and while we talk about, uh, you know, dealing with problems, Adi, it's no secret our biggest problem last season was our strike force. And in bringing yeah. in Clayton Silva and Hospit, have we done enough? Uh,
3: in terms of who we could have brought in, we could have obviously… <laughs> uh, there have been talks about, you know, we could have brought in Miku, we could have brought in Koro. And, I mean, those sound like great options because we've seen them before, right? Uh, so, with with a guy like Clayton Silva, he is the Thai league's all-time top scorer. So, uh, that doesn't happen by fluke. I think the fact that Clayton gives us an option of, you know, playing as the attacking midfielder, providing us creativity, while also bringing his goal-scoring pedigree with that, is is huge for us, especially after we lost Rafael Augusto. I mean, that is another sure. story that um, all of us hoped um, transpired differently. Uh, I mean, having having spoken about Rafael, I, I, I'd like to wish him the best in whatever his family is facing at the moment, and uh, hope that everyone is uh, healthy and safe and comes back soon. Uh, but with Clayton. I think that we, we, we give ourselves that option of providing creativity. And I think a good striker gets the best out of those around him. You saw how much Miku sure. got out of Udanta. And Correct. when Miku was gone last year, Udanta had one goal and one assist all season. So I think that is the, that is the quality that we need. Because even if the striker himself is not scoring you know, a Coro-type number of goals... If we can get the best out of Udanta, get the best out of chhetri You know, get Udanta scoring 6-7, Chetri scoring his usual 9-11-12. That gives us more options than last year when, at least towards the end of the season, we didn't look like we could score from open play. I mean, we were, a, we were a sensational side attacking and defending set pieces. But attacking set pieces were our only way of scoring last season, which I don't think is sustainable. It cannot be our only way of scoring goals this season. If it is, then we're in trouble. But I think with Clayton and with Opset, I think I, I'm not I'm not sure what to expect, really. Uh, because uh, all we've seen is two or three minutes of video that BFC has put out on his best moments. And I mean, as a Liverpool fan, I've seen two, three-minute compilations that make Stuart Downing look like Lionel Messi. So, I'm not going to believe those. <laughs> Dude, Good I point. Have Good
0: I have to plug this in. We can only hope that Christian plays so well that we can say there is no need to be upset.
1: Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> imagine a season full of these bad puns. <laughs> it's worse than any biosecure bubbles. But anyway, uh, since since you made that bad pun, Vijay, I'm going to come to you. Uh, in terms of the young players that we have brought in, the uh, young Indian players, what is your assessment of... The kind of talent we brought, in, be it Joe or be it Moiran, be it Thoi Singh, uh, how how do you assess that? Uh,
0: so from what I've read up on Thoi Singh, he's he's not the he's not the three lung Thoi, which you know, which we used to see the one who could just run endlessly sure. and break people's legs. He is supposed to be a very very creative midfielder and very very highly rated young talent who we've acquired from. Reliance Youth Foundation. Uh, I mean, Reliance Young Foundation Champions, and uh, I think he's definitely one for the future. Maybe we'll be grooming him in some sort of a, a role, you know, for the long run. But apart, but and apart from that, we've got Joe and Mojang. So Joe was, I think he started all the games for for IZOR last season, and he he's, and you know when we have a case of a right back where we didn't have enough depth because last season I think there were injury issues to Reno Anto and Cabra was basically. Deputizing between midfield and right back, and our first choice right back was Rahul Beke. So it gives us an option here with Joe to have someone who's actually a pure right back. And as I mentioned earlier, Moirang is he's also an unknown entity. But the fact that you know he there is all, I mean pre, I wouldn't want to read much into a preseason result or preseason performances per se because you can perform so well in preseason and just fizzle out during the during the actual season. But just the fact that, you know, he actually scored during a preseason game is something to at least notice, if not, you know, hype up. So, I think in that sense, it is good. But apart from that, I'm actually very, very happy with the fact that we've given so many BFC B players a chance. Because uh, Emmanuel, for example, he was a superb performer with the, uh, with the B team last season. Then Leon had one breakout game versus ATK that had the whole, the whole country speaking about him. And, you know, having other players like Roshan, uh, Ajay Chetri, who's already established, Edmund, who's a very well-known talent. The very fact that we have tried to, you know, go away from the old uh, philosophy of, you know, having experienced but familiar faces and try and, you know, give more uh, chance to the youngsters in terms of telling, you know, listen, we are putting you in part of the squad. Impress me and you'll get your chance. I like that. I like that a lot because it helps in the long run.
1: Excellent, excellent. Yeah, so I think uh, when when I look at this court that we put together, I see one obviously uh, a lot of uh, intent. And I remember parjindal during his uh, during the uh, FOTB episode with Puri mentioned this that you know uh, I, I'm personally accountable if we if we fail to plug this uh, striker issue. And uh, uh, it seems there's been a lot of intent to plug that with with Clayton Silva and, and Hospit coming in. Uh, but at the same time, we have also uh, sort of built on what has traditionally been our strength. Uh, and then, you know, bringing in someone like Fran, for example, uh, that just gives uh, gives all the more room for Carlos to uh, be that set piece specialist that he is, right? Because that takes the load of Eric Parthelou uh, in the box. So we've got someone like Eric Patelu, we've got someone like Fran, and then of course there is always that uh, you know, three fox in the box lurking around, looking for sniffing for sniffing out opportunities to score. So we become that much stronger when we come to set pieces. But there's of course a bigger question, and and I, I bring this up because we're talking a lot about our young players. Uh, Raki, what can we realistically expect from two players who misfired pretty spectacularly last season uh, and a lot was riding on them? That is Udanta and Ashik.
2: I think uh, it's high time that Udanta performs and try to break out of this, you know, of his mentor's uh, wings, uh, if I can say that. Or the next big thing uh, that's being said. For every uh, that's been repeated every season. I think he has to show more mental strength here, right? Uh, every time Udanta starts on a good note, he kind of maintains it. But if he's starting on a very bad note or a low note, then he, he maintains that, that too. <laughs> that, yeah, he maintains that too. I mean, <laughs> consistency wise, I have to give it to him.
1: <laughs>
2: but. But it's high time he steps out uh, and uh, makes that call because there are a lot of talented players on other teams who's you know waiting for somebody to give that spot up in the Indian national team as well, like for Ruchakvi. So many players who are uh, uh, making that step up. So it's high time that he uh, you know performs because i think there is competition in leon agustin this season and that's gonna uh, help motivate uh, udanta in, in a in a way because we've seen what leon you no know, we've seen what leon did uh, in the only opportunity that he got last season right so he wants to perform udanta wants to perform i think that's a good problem to have but Udanta has to step up. He is all—I mean, he is our favorite player. Everybody loves him. He's been our boy, uh, but the country needs to see that. It's it's high time. With Ashik, uh, sure. with Ashik, I mean, I am sure he can't replace Chetri any anytime now. Uh, if he's playing at I mean, being played at left back, or if we play like three at the back and then Ashik goes to the Winger, I don't know what's the ideal position for him because I'm yet to see him perform in any role that has been given by BFC. Lots of talent. I think he needs to apply himself very well. And now I think he's sort of getting, uh, you know, he had to you know, unlearn a lot of mistakes that was taught to him at Pune or wherever he played before. Uh, so he took a lot of time to, you know, get into the BFC mold of things. But now I think he's been with us for a year and then the pre season and training. I think he's ready for that role, and whenever he gets a call, he has to perform. I mean, these and Ashik also has to justify his price point of being one of uh, India's highest played uh, Indian players, right? So, sure, that is also a factor because we've, sure. we've spent we've actually cut down on the foreign strikers' budget last year to actually sign up some prodigy like ashik so he has to justify that that and with 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 a lot of backing that comes uh, with a lot of fan support that he gets uh, i think he sh- it's high time that he also does
1: justice okay i'm going to move into the last question it's in, in what has already been a very long conversation uh we we've, we've obviously talked a fair bit about BFC, but uh, there's also been a lot of things happening around us in the league itself um, I'm going to come to you Vijay and ask you to reflect on just one team at this point uh, with the added might of the city group uh, what can we expect from Mumbai City and this, this suddenly looks like a beast, it's, it's transformed itself um, <clears throat> Yeah they've, they've
0: definitely gotten a lot of Financial power now, thanks to the fund influx from City Football Group. I mean, it was evidenced in the fact that they paid huge money to, you know, activate Hugo Bumu's, uh release clause. But somewhere along the way, I think maybe they're just they're still trying to have a very uh, they're having a bit of a conservative approach because they're still trying to establish themselves in the market rather than go gung ho. Because they've, they've tried to target more of established players with the exception of one or two. Because we see that foreign contingent, uh, four out of the six or seven players are basically already proven in India. Like Motada, Paul, Hugo Bumo, Ahmed Jahu, uh, Bartholomew, Beche. Uh, so, that basically shows that they're trying to they're trying to settle with a working formula first. And that also is an evidence to the fact that they've hired Sergio Roberta rather than someone from their... City Football Group Network, the fact that they've gone for someone like Lobera, who has, you know, had a pretty successful stint in India, even if he's not won the ISL, he's definitely, and he was pretty much the brains behind uh, Goa winning the League Shield last year, it, it spells, you know, a very strong sign of intent that they are going to gun for the title. And signing someone like Adam LaFondre, who's pretty, you know, pretty proven on the circuit, it shows that they they are you know going to push for the title. But while we are on the same topic, can we just address the elephant in the room and talk about Sri Cement East Bengal Foundation?
1: Is that all you have to say about it?
0: <laughs> I mean, it is... Uh, or would you rather have me talk about whether it is red or maroon in uh, ATK... I'm uh, sorry, ATK Mohan Bagan, ATK Mohan Bagan's jersey. Is it red or maroon? i mean it's it's as bad as that as that uh, you know that optical illusion of whether it is black uh, whether it is uh, white or, or blue brown, white or blue yeah
1: yeah i i i can i can answer that question differently depending upon whether i'm in calcutta or somewhere else uh, but <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to come to you Adi. Uh, atk is such a successful club in the isl Uh, now it has established a new team after its merger with Mohan Bagan. Uh, There's obviously, uh, I mean, 100 plus years of legacy that comes with it. Uh, There's a a very crazy, passionate fan following that comes with it. But there's also a lot of distraction that comes with it. Uh, How do you view this development? Uh, uh, Do you think Goenka's shrewdness and that appetite for win winning uh, will, will overshadow all the other distractions?
3: See, I think for them, it's great that the season's being played in this biosecure bubble behind closed doors in Goa because those distractions don't come up because they're far away sure. from Kolkata. They're literally the other end of the country. Uh, so, for this season, I would be worried if I was any of the other 10 teams because they've kept every one of their big hitters from last season. Roy Krishna is still there. Uh, David Williams is still there. Javi Hernandez is there. Edu Garcia is there. They have Jorno sitting there as their eighth foreigner for God knows what joy. So <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are they, they're going to be. I'll tell you for what joy. Join
0: Mohan Bagan. Oh, sorry. Join ATK Mohan Bagan. Oh, my God, <laughs> Vijay. Come on.
1: Oh. <laughs> this, is, this is the first and last time you're, you're hearing Vijay Bandwaj <laughs> on this podcast this season. <laughs> <laughs> Take that uh, Champions League title away from Bayern.
3: <laughs>
1: anyway, sorry. Adi, you were interrupted. Please continue your the point.
3: They're they going to be strong. They're going to win a lot of their games. I wouldn't say that they're going to win the ISL, but they're going to win more games than they lose for sure. So, um, we have a score to settle with the erstwhile ATK because of what happened last year. And, I, and we have a score to settle as always with... The erstwhile Mohan Bagan. So when the two come together, we have big scores to settle. And that's why I'm looking forward to it. And genuinely good squad who genuinely got the better off us last season. Um, sure. I think Habas tactically was one step above Carles in all the three games that we played. Maybe not the home leg of the semi-final. But the other two games, Habas definitely did a tactical number on Carles. So how, yeah. how does Carlos respond to that now is something that I'm very eager to watch out for. And I know that you're going to ask Raki about East Bengal, but before that, I have to say, as a Liverpool fan, I'm very comfortable with wanting Robbie Fowler to lose 20 games this season. (laughs) 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 Blasphemy!
1: You know that that completely took the fun out of asking this question to you. But uh, considering that um, they they've been your favorite club, they've brought out the best in you. and they <laughs> and they they've, and they've made you the most vocal for local every time they have come to town uh, how do you see the inclusion of sri sri cement East bengal factory
2: foundation
1: foundation oh, sorry yeah. uh, foundations yeah. are made
2: by foundations are made by uh, cement so it's fine yeah uh oh <laughs> well, e bengal is always my favorite rival i mean if if you were around in i league you would have seen it or heard about it that's all i'm gonna say about <laughs>
1: that's
2: all i'm gonna say about vijay bharadwaj's escapades. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it it's, it's almost it's almost poetic that we are talking about east bengal and i've got both raki and vijay bharadwaj on the podcast <laughs> uh, i'm still not you going know, to you know. give it away if you know you know uh, i'm still yeah. not going to say who is who uh, but but uh, a, a lot lot to look forward to in a season that we so dearly wish were played uh, under normal circumstances. I mean, uh would have been a sight to see Vijay Bhardwaj on an East Bengal match day at the <laughs> Contiro. <laughs> now that I'm I, scared, so this is a
0: ballgame. Now that I'm uh, scared, this okay. ballgame.
1: Of course, and and uh, of course, uh, this, as Adi said, a score to settle with ATK. Um, they they outplayed us, uh, and they were a very worthy uh, rival and league winner. And then of course, uh, Mumbai City with its newfound riches, and uh, it's it's good to see that they they haven't just gone uh, footloose in the market and they've invested in proven names and gotten someone like Sergio Lavera, uh into their project. So, an excellent season awaits us and hopefully… Uh, yeah, just, we'll one thing,
3: just one thing that I'd like to add, that, Carlos hasn't lost to Lavera in the last two seasons. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Carlos hasn't lost to Lavera in the last two seasons and we hope that record stands. And in, in, in all this hype, it, it's important not to lose sight of the fact that… Uh, we still have FC Goa, right? So, which which is an exceptionally good team, and uh, of course the uh, there will be other uh, banter rivalries. There will be other uh, you know what do you call it? The capsule rivalries, like uh, uh, you know South uh, Indian like as as ISL keeps calling the it. Or yeah, Sardar Sharma to.
2: created rivalries.
1: <laughs> yeah or akash sharma created rivalries <laughs> and and so on and so forth uh, but uh, you know overall a lot of interesting games a lot of uh, uh, battles um, battles within battles to look forward to uh, we we hope that players remain injury free and we hope that they remain consistent and we hope we remain consistent on the podcast uh, on Very that cool. note thank you for joining us today uh, Raki, Vijay, Adi, and all of you, all of you listeners, we promise we will not uh, be as lazy as if as we've been in the off season. Uh, we will bring you more episodes. And in case you haven't checked it out yet, we have dropped two amazing episodes of our Canada podcast. Uh, we had special guests on them as well, so please do check it out. Uh, we're trying to put together a lot of content to make up for the. Lack of uh, match the atmosphere, and uh, let's let's hope we can all look forward to a wonderful season ahead. Thanks a lot, gentlemen, and let's get together and do this again very often.
2: Thank you. See you all soon.